0: Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in, and another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David, and welcome to mindful moments. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone is good. I'm good. I'm just quite tired. As you will remember from last week, I said that this episode will be the last episode of the year. And indeed it is. Episode 25 is our final episode of 2023. What time it's been. I really feel like with this podcast, I have just started to scratch the surface. And at the same time, feel incredibly fulfilled and incredibly proud of this and the preceding episodes. I feel so happy at the impact and the reception. I feel so happy about the fact that we have a community of us that listen every week. And I feel immensely grateful, immensely grateful. It seems like I repeat those things very often, but they're all true. And they just continue to grow in truth and become more real as I continue to create episodes. So I thank you for your grace in letting me have this time off this next couple of weeks. And I can't wait to be back already. But also I'm very excited to take a little bit of a rest. I love the effort I put into this. And I want to continue to pay that, I want to continue putting that level of effort and more into this. So a break is necessary, a break is happening. We are in December. It's very much winter, cold, dark, etc. And I have been doing really well because I've actually changed my routine. I have a friend who said to me recently, I have a completely different life in the winter. And I was kind of like, what do you mean by that? And he said, oh, everything. Like my routine changes, my gym routine changes. Even the times I eat my meals change because life is different in the winter. And that just felt like, you know when someone says something that seems incredibly obvious, but just hasn't ever crossed your mind before. That's exactly how I felt when he said that. I was like, wow. My whole resistance to winter for a long time has been, because it's not summer, obviously. But I try and carry on my same routine year round. And they'd be very frustrated when I couldn't in the winter, rather than working around what winter is. So one thing I've started doing, for example, is I'll go to the gym very first thing on a Monday morning before any work starts and make sure I do that. Because I feel like starting off my week on a note that that's difficult. That's that difficult, sorry makes everything else feel easier by comparison. And then during the week, I prefer to go to the gym in the morning, usually, but during the week, I tend to go in the early afternoon or, well, early evening when it begins to get dark. One of my big problems in winter is that when it starts to get dark, I don't feel like doing anything at all. It feels like nighttime. I feel like going to sleep at 4.30. And one of the ways around that is to get myself up and do some exercise around that time. Now, I know that's not Ideal for everybody. I am fortunate enough that my route to the gym is quite safe, so you know I, I don't. There's nothing dangerous about it, etc. So I can I can do that. But I'm very grateful to be able to do that, and that's one of the things I've really tried to do to help myself get into a better winter routine. I also tend to eat earlier in the evening, have something warm and hearty earlier in the evening to make myself feel better. So yeah, that's really working. That's really working for me. I'm going to keep you updated with my winter routine, because I'm really determined to enjoy this winter. And I feel like talking about it is one of the things that's helping me to enjoy it more. So you'll hear more about that. December also happens to be, December also happens to be my birthday month. My birthday is the 30th of December, which is obviously the day before New Year's Eve, two days before New Year's Day. That means that a year of my life comes to an end as a calendar year comes to an end and a new year of my life begins as a new calendar year starts. And that means that this month, this time of year tends to be, for me, a very reflective time. I tend to reflect a lot on my life and the things in it and its goings on. And that also tends to happen at a time where I feel more tired. You tend to feel tired towards the end of the year because everything's kind of geared to switch off towards then. It's a lifetime of conditioning that towards the end of the year, things slow down. So I've been really tired and really reflective, which makes me a little bit more tired. So I feel like my emotions are very close to the surface at the moment. I feel, yeah, I'm really feeling everything very intensely that I'm going through. In that vein, today I really wanted to talk about being present because I feel like to... To indulge in and to understand your emotions is to be present. And that's something I've become much better at in recent years, much better at being present and being present in my emotions. I feel like to know exactly what you're feeling and to work through that in real time, you have to be present. So since making a priority of understanding and listening to my emotions, I have been much more present in general. There are many areas in life, however, where I still struggle to be present especially when life is busy as life has tended to be for me recently, especially when I'm working very hard on things as I tend to do. I really struggle to be present. And that's something that going into next year, I really want to, I do really want to work on. I really want to improve. One of the big things that's good about being able to be reflective at the end of the year is that I don't really tend I say one of my, don't, don't use the word fault because I don't want to criticize myself like that. I don't think that's healthy. But one of the things that I wish I did better was being proud of things in the moment and being happy with the things I'm doing in the moment. Often it will be at a time of reflection when I look back that I realize, oh, I'm actually really proud of having done that. But I don't tend to feel that in real time. So as I reflect on the way that this year has gone, and as I, get towards my birthday and towards the end of the year. I'm thinking about the things that I've gone through this year and the things that I've done this year. And I feel really proud of myself. There are loads of things to be really proud of. And I look at a lot of those things and I think, were you proud enough and did you enjoy that enough at the time? And for a lot of those things, I think, no. I think just because of the pace of life and because of the feeling that you need to be achieving things and progressing all the time, Sometimes it can always be onto the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And there's no time for this thing to sink in. So again, yeah, as I reflect on all the things I've been through this year, I think there's been so much that I've been really happy with and so much that I've been proud of that I didn't get to enjoy enough at the time. Sometimes even despite people telling me to enjoy it, people telling me I should be proud of myself and telling me to take a moment. I just haven't been. And that's really... I mean, you know, life isn't perfect. Sometimes I almost feel a little bit relieved when I realize or look at the things I'm doing wrong because nothing's ever going to be perfect. I'm always going to be doing things wrong. And in terms of something being done wrong, this isn't too serious. Like this is actually, this is quite a nice problem to have to solve to try and be more present and enjoy my achievements a little bit more. It's not just that though, it's also other things. As I said, I think a lot about progress and achieving the next thing and ticking things off. And that's good when you have big long-term goals, which I did set for myself at the beginning of this year. But I think one of the things I'm not too proud of this year is I wasn't able to be present enough, especially with the people around me. I think this year I made a big effort to spend more time with friends. And I'm really glad I did. Really, really glad I did. I had last year I had a friend pass away, a close friend pass away and I really, I really thought I regretted the fact that we'd always been too busy to see each other and to cross paths. And you're always too busy. It's so easy to be too busy to do the things that actually really matter. You try, you're trying to build your life in order to later, I'll spend time with people later. I'll do things with people later. I'll do this later. And sometimes later won't come. That's obviously not an excuse to, Never do anything you need to do and throw a course into the wind and live every single moment for the present. But there is definitely a better balance to strike. And I think I'm still very much in the process of finding that. I think one of the things I felt most guilt for this year is sometimes when I've been with people, been with friends, I almost when I've written the things I say I write down the things I have to do today and you know, dishes in the morning and then put the laundry in, send emails then I'm going to meet a friend. And I'm with the friend. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, box ticked. What's the next thing? As I'm spending time with somebody, I'm thinking of the next thing that I need to do. I'm not blaming myself for that because especially living in, in a city like London, especially when everyone is in the thick of work. And I know it's not just me. Like I know I'm not the only one who has had that feeling or has that feeling where you feel like, there's always something else demanding your attention next. But I really just want to be conscious of that and not give into that feeling really. And to make sure that my thoughts at the time are very tethered to the present moment. And when I start to drift and think of what's coming next, I make sure that I recognize that what's happening now is the most important thing rather than whatever I'm going to move on to next of course being present isn't just thinking about what's coming next It's also thinking about what's come before and i think that's one area that i have improved in a lot this year i'm very much i would really say i'm not really a person who dwells too much on the past the past informs is present and it's very important to acknowledge it and think through it but i i'm very proud of myself in terms of the progress i made in terms of Not like my, the things have happened historically hold me back a lot. And that has been, it's shown itself in ways, for example, like when I've been doing this podcast, when I've been doing videos for episode, episode five, the 75 hard episode, I had to record that episode three times because the first two times, the first time I think my SD card ran out, the second time the camera cut off. And both of those times I just sat down and I said, okay, let's go again. Let's just do it again. I didn't think too much about the fact that I've done it twice because the time is gone. I really do believe a lot of the time in the sunk cost fallacy. The sunk cost fallacy is the fallacy that because you put a lot of time into something, it's worth your attention now. And that's just not always true. Because the time you spent on something is gone, whether there's nothing you can do to get it back. So sometimes the fact that you put some time into something or a lot of time into something doesn't necessarily mean you should stick with it in the present. And being able to act on that is a good example of living in the present. So I do feel like there are certain areas where I've been much better at being present. But there is a way to go. There's really a way to go. Yeah, as I said, being tired is really, my emotions are very close to the surface. Everything I talk about, I feel like I'm getting really emotional. I've been also really thinking about what I want from myself next year a lot. And even that I feel is preventing me from enjoying the present now, because as I said, this is usually my busiest time of year, but I know in the next two or three weeks, things are going to actually start to slow down a little bit. I'm really looking forward to being around my loved ones, being around family. I always spend Christmas uh, with family outside of London now. So I'm really excited for that to be the case. And I really want to make sure that I'm, when I'm in those settings, I want around those people. I'm not thinking too hard about future David and the things that I need to do when I get back and the things I need to do at the beginning of next year. I really want over the next few weeks when I give myself this break to enjoy it as a break. This is it so strange that it can be so difficult to just stop and just be and think and feel what you're feeling right now. It's so difficult. I find it so difficult to do. That's why, you know, the deep breath I do at the beginning of each episode is really an attempt for you and also for me to sit here and just think about what's happening now. I feel like one of the great things about doing this is that it's been really good practice for being in a present moment because (laughs) I can't sit here and talk for the amount of time that I do and be thinking about other things. If my mind drifts, then I wouldn't be able to do this. So it's really good at keeping me centered and focused. I've really tried to center my hobbies this year around things that involve me being focused as well. I My reading has gone up even more this year. It's just become one of the most, one of the biggest cornerstones of my life, I think to read, it's really helped me. I can concentrate so much better. My attention span is so much better. And in terms of being focused and in the in the present, it's really helped me in that regard as well. And it's really helped me with imagination as well. It's really helped me, my mind, be able to visualize things. And because obviously when you read, there are just words. You have to imagine the pictures. You have to put the pictures there for yourself. So it's been great, really great for me. Even in terms of things like when I watch TV or watch a film, I really, I don't go on my phone at the same time. There was a point where maybe last year or the year before, where I realized I can't watch a TV show without having my phone with me at the same time. I need two forms of media to keep me entertained. That's not, I just, I just felt a little bit terrified by that. I was like, okay, I, I need to be in a position where I can watch one thing at a time. Like I need to just look at one thing at a time because both of these things aren't entertaining enough to hold my attention. Why do I need to feel so distracted from my entertainment? So yeah, I've been, I've been trying for a long time to be more present in that regard. And I do think that with everything that's on offer to us, it's hard to be present. There's always something to distract us. There's always something else to think about. And that's just because, yeah, we've, we've managed to commodify so much and make everything so convenient that there is always something that demands our attention. I really, once I realized that, I kind of did realize that the responsibility is mine. <sighs> the responsibility is mine. I really have to be aware that all these things exist that I could be focused on and all these things exist to take my attention and that I need to be the one who brings my focus to the present moment and sitting here and listening to and thinking of the things I'm feeling, the things I'm doing right now. I'm working on it. It's a tough one, but I'm really working on it. And as I said, when you feel progress in an area like that, There's a real sense of pride that comes from it. There is, because it's not an easy thing to do. And I'm not expecting myself to be perfect at it anytime soon. Or actually ever, because I don't think I'm ever going to be perfect at anything. But I am hoping to be better at it sometime soon. So over this festive period, I'm really just going to try and be present. I'm going to try and enjoy everything that I have to do, even the difficult stuff. I'm going to really sit in that and feel it and understand it. So that when the good stuff comes after the difficult stuff, the good stuff feels even better because I was aware of how difficult things were and I'll be relieved when the difficult things are passed. All that said as well, I just want to say that I know we're going into the festive period now. The festive period is a funny one because I feel like there's a lot of pressure around this time of year to feel good and be happy and for everything to be wonderful. And there's a lot of pressure on us to make things wonderful, especially if you have responsibilities to other people, you have family, there's a lot of pressure to make, to make this a good time of year for everybody. Unfortunately, sometimes our circumstances are such that it's just not a good time. Things don't magically change and become perfect just because it's the holiday season. So if you are in a position where you find this time of year quite difficult, if you're in a position where This year you really don't feel like it's a good time of year and you don't feel like enjoying yourself or like it's particularly fun, then that's okay. You really aren't alone in that. And there is a lot of love that exists for you and a lot of compassion that exists for you at this time. Don't feel pressure for this to be the most wonderful time of year if you don't really feel like it. That's okay. And everything will be better at some point. Thank you so much for all your time this year. i am leaving for a couple of weeks and I'll be right back. Beginning of next year, we're gonna have a lot of fun. But just, yeah, really, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.